Hey guys, are you looking for a sports book that you can trust? Well, look no further than mybookie.ag, where you can get a 50% match on your initial deposit of up to $1,000 when you use promo code DFSARMY. As a bonus, when you use promo code DFSARMY, you also get a free month of DFSARMY VIP and DFSARMY Beat the Bookie membership. That's a $100 combined value. So we'll help you with your daily fantasy sports and we'll help you with your handicapping. Free when you sign up for mybookie.ag using promo code DFS Army. Hey guys, people always ask me what exactly we do in DFS Army. Basically, if you're someone that likes to play daily fantasy sports, you want to be able to pop in close to lock, get a breakdown of a slate, full set of projections, breaking news, and cheat sheets, player picks, and advice directly from pro players, then DFS Army is the place for you. We function as a team. We help each other out. We have coaching unlike any other service in the industry. And the proof is in the results. Check out our DFSArmy.com wall of wins to see for yourself the massive number of six-figure wins regular DFS Army average Joes have won in just the past year. If you're tired of redepositing all the time, you already like playing on FanDuel or DraftKings, but you want to take your game to the next level, it's time to sign up for DFS Army as a VIP member. Use promo code PODCAST to lock in 20% off the normal monthly rate. That's going to wind up at $39.99, the best deal in the industry. Promo code PODCAST, 20% off, DFSArmy.com, the best deal in the industry. We'll see you in the lobby. In 2015, an elite DFS Army commando unit formed to bring high-level DFS strategy to the masses. Today, hated by DFS sharks and lineup sellers alike, they continue their quest to turn Joe into DFS pro. Good afternoon, everybody. This is your DFS Army Bold Calls NBA DFS podcast for Friday, March 15th, 2019. And I am your host today, Boomer's Daddy. Joining me, as always, is the one, the only Mr. Bear. What is up, my brother? Hey, everyone. How's it going? Oh, man. You know, it's uh, it was a... <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Here's your here's your rant today. Okay. Now, we haven't promoted it a lot um this season because of uh you know, I, I've we just haven't done it. But one of the commandments is thou shalt not predict blowouts. And what I've I've done it twice this year as I try to fix my microphone here, get it in the right spot. Uh I've done it twice this year. Each time it's cost me a buttload of money. Now, I would rather live and die by one rule than waver um, with another, than waver on that rule and it cost me money. So I guess the biggest thing here is, um, you know, you really, 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 if you're, if you're like sticking to a rule like we try to, and say i'm not going to predict blowouts then you need to stick to that rule the first time i forgot it what it was it was like julius randall was ruled out against the thunder i think and it got me off of westbrook and he ended up popping like a 85 or something that night it was something stupid um you know and then last night because of the mavericks plane situation um I got off maps and the Nuggets barely won that game. So, um, and I was absolutely crushing until that point. So I guess the rule is, uh, and I said this this morning and I said it to you guys personally last night, I will never predict another blowout ever, ever, ever again. Good. So I've wavered on it twice. I've thought I've had... a. The, the reasoning in my head was right. Like, it was good reasoning. But the actual action that I took for DFS purposes um, was not good. So, yeah. um, 
that's one of the that's one of the <clears throat> things that I will um, never do again. And I apologize to all of those that got off of guys like Luke Dantich and White Powell and Maxi Kleber because they all crushed. Indeed, they did. So I I didn't get them off get off of them totally. I did on Fanduel on Luca, uh, but um, on DK I had I think like two lineups. Like I had them limited to ten percent max, and um, I really shouldn't have done that. So and it got me off of guys like Paul Millsap. Um, you know, I, it just it it was. I still profited, but. To know what it could have been, would it, it hurt? It really did. So, well, I guess Al didn't crush, but uh, you know, Monty Morris barely got there. Um, you know, Jalen Brunson got to five, almost five point six x. But Millsap and Doncic, um, yeah, they were they were great plays. So that is my bad and i apologize for that so today um we've got we got a lot going on today it's been a busy morning already bear yeah a lot a lot coming in a lot changing um you know we'll, we'll go over today who's in who's out i'm actually um, about to do that it brought to you by in and out that's what a hamburger's all about do i sound do i sound anything like mike trudeau I listen to a lot of Lakers games because I, I, I love Thompson and Trudeau like together. They work so well together and it's like they're easy on the ears. Like there's some of these uh, NBA radio broadcasters that are. Um, uh, I don't want to say they're antiques, but most of them are of the older variety um, that are very, very hard to listen to. Just their voice, not what they yeah. say. Their voice is. Um, you know, like, I think it's the Phoenix Suns guy who every time oh they hit a three goes, God. Shazam. Shazam. It's and I, worst. yeah, I can't do that. Um, it's the worst. If you ever have the ability to listen to a Big Thunder game um, with on the radio with Matt Pinto, do it. Like, oh, my God, dude. He is, oh, I would love the opportunity to get Matt Pinto on a podcast, uh, but he is absolutely just insane because he ha he does not hold back like at all. Yeah. Um, he so will it's it's Michael Thompson and John Ireland. Oh yeah, John um, Ireland. Uh, where's Trudeau? Oh, Trudeau's Trudell the sideline side side guy, right? Sideline guy, yeah. Okay. He is. And then and then he's a sideline guy for the TV for for Lakers TV, and then for the the radio broadcast too. The radio broadcast, he kind of does, yeah, but it's a little different. He still does the same kind of thing, um, but he also gives like analysis. So yeah, he's he's cool. pretty good. He's one of the better sideline reporters in the NBA. Yeah. Okay. From so Minnesota too. So uh, let's uh, let's go over um, these injuries here. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna go over the the first games first. I'm just gonna run down my list. Mike Scott, Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler, Mike are all probable. Okay, for the 76ers. Uh, for Charlotte, Michael Kidd Gilchrist and Marvin Williams both are probable. We'll talk about the, uh, and Nicholas Batum. We'll talk about the impact there. Um, Cody Zeller is doubtful. I'm expecting him to be out for Washington. Trevor Ariza and Sam Decker are both questionable. The big one there is obviously Trevor Ariza. Uh, for the Lakers, Tyson Chandler, LeBron James, out. Uh, Reggie Bullock. Uh, Lance Stevenson, both probable. Josh Hart is questionable. Okay, and we'll talk about that as we were right before the show too. Uh, Reggie Jackson for the Detroit Pistons is questionable. I think I don't think he plays. I don't either. Um, just seeing that ankle injury the other night, uh, it barely. I thought he broke it. Like I, I it looked bad. Um, but. He said he was icing it, and he's not worried about it. X-rays did come back negative, um, so we'll see what he does. Uh, he might gain a respect point or two if he goes out there and he tries to play. Um, at least gives it a shot, knowing what is at stake for the Pistons right now. Um, Reggie Bullock is probable. Bruce Brown is probable. Oh, sorry, Reggie Bullock is plays for the Lakers now. Uh, Bruce Brown is probable. 
Um, <clears throat> for the seven o'clock games for Houston, uh, Artistine, not significant, but he's out. Uh, Chris Paul is out due to rest. Uh, Nene is probable. Uh, Tyler Johnson for Phoenix is out due to right knee soreness. Um, for the Milwaukee Bucks, the only guy that they're probably or they're missing tonight is Sterling Brown. Uh, George Hill is probable, so that's good for them. Uh, for the Miami Heat, uh, Dwayne Wade is questionable. Um, that could be something that we're going to have to watch later on. Um, for the New Orleans Pelicans, Anthony Davis could be he's questionable due to rest. I don't know, but anyways. Uh, Drew Holiday and Etwan Moore are still out. For the Portland Trailblazers, Mo Harkless, which is the big one that we're waiting on, is questionable. Yeah. Uh, Rodney Hood is probable, and Seth Curry is questionable as well. Uh, for the 7.30 games, the Knicks, Dennis Smith Jr., Frank Nilakina out. They called up Kadeem Allen. He will be available in uniform tonight in San Antonio. Uh, for, uh, and Mario Hazonia is in. For the Spurs, Rudy Gay is probable due to illness. Um, the late game tonight, Otto Porter, Zach Levine are both probable. Uh, for the Clippers, Luke Emba Amute is out. And Danilo Gallinari is uh, probably going to play tonight due to rest coming back. So we have uh, a long list. Um, obviously, some big names on that list that have already changed the full complexion of the slate um so let's get to it shall we yeah all righty here uh point guards tonight obviously we know the best point guard on the slate is not a quote-unquote point guard but let's go by the position and um let's talk about damian lillard a little bit uh the reason i say this is um the uh, Blazers are now half a game ahead of the Thunder after the Thunder's lost to Indiana last night. Yep. In the, um, they're now in the four seed, and uh, they could pull a full game ahead of the Thunder, which is huge for them because if they finish tied, then the Thunder get whatever seed they end up tied with because we hold because we basically swept them this year. Um, so that's that's really big in that aspect. Um. You know, as far as uh, seeding is concerned. So, with no Drew Holiday, with um, Damian Lillard, I really do like him tonight. Now, my biggest concern is this is an extended road trip for the play for the Blazers. Okay, um, that's I, I'm I'm legit having to dig for concerns on why not to play Damian Lillard um, because of what has happened. They actually, it's not that extended of a road trip. Sorry. This is a LA new Orleans, San Antonio road trip before they go home for the, they've got a bad stretch right before the end of the season. That's what it was. Um, then they go home for four more before they go on that last bad, bad, bad stretch. But, um, they took it to the Clippers the other night, man, and Lillard was, I was impressed because uh, him and CJ were both kind of doing their thing, that first rotation, and then when Lillard came out, CJ just went ham, and then he just basically deferred to CJ the rest of the game. Uh, he was he was unstoppable. Yeah. I mean, he really was unstoppable. Um, and, like, I don't. Like that's from a basketball standpoint, that's exactly what you want your leader to do. Like, okay, somebody's hot. Let's get the ball to him and let's keep feeding him until, you know, he has a heat check or, you know, something happens and nobody could stop CJ. Um, I do think Lillard is a good play tonight, but the ability to have um, some of these value point guards is jumping off the screen at me considering where I want to pay up. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a ton of value. There's a ton of chalk already. Um, you know, I, so for for me, there's there's one pay up point guard that I like a lot, um, and I think me and and a few of the coaches are on the same page as far as this particular game to target. But um, 
I'm going to be hard set not playing a lot of Kemba just because, you know, both of these teams are still kind of fighting for a playoff spot. Kind of. Um, you know, you've got, let me see what this total looks like here. Yeah, it's getting down to, it's getting down to, it's crazy, right? Crunch now. time for uh, the Hornets. Um, more so than the Wizards. The Wizards are four and a half games back. Uh, yeah, four and a half games. Sorry, three and a half games back. The Wizards are two, or the Hornets are two games back of that eight seed. Um, so they've so, got to, they've got to win. Yeah, second highest total on the board, two thirty-three. Slim favorites for the Wizards by three. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna have a decent amount. Yeah. Um. He's probably my favorite point guard over ten over nine K on FanDuel. Um yeah. the uh, I, I I did like Ben Simmons a lot, but Same then here. Jimmy Butler was was announced in and I'm I, I don't think that Butler like Butler's not in play for me. I think he's at this point a better basketball player than a fantasy player because of the situation going on there in uh Philly but Butler taking some of that you know usage away and usage doesn't mean everything to me but uh just like I know it doesn't to you but taking some of that away and taking the ball out of Simmons hands a little bit sure um does limit his upside and he's kind of priced at a premium right now uh, that I, I don't think I want to pay I agree so yeah. um let's go below 9k here uh any interest in De'Aaron Fox at all um minimal okay. not really i don't i don't hate that game at all again uh this is a you know sacramento uh, it doesn't look good for them but they're they're still trying to think and have a chance to get in so they're not giving up um you know i like somebody else on on, on sacramento uh so which we'll talk about here but um i think my my top you know kind of medium priced point guard is is Derek White so far. Um supreme matchup. I mean, you know, the Knicks uh they struggle enough to defend with DSJ. Now that DSJ is out, he's gonna get Manuel Moutier, who just doesn't defend at all. Never has his entire NBA career. Um so uh, you know and and with I noticed too with um Rudy Gay back uh, you know, DeMar DeRozan does less because uh, he has to, not that he wants to do less, but it's just the way the flow of the team. Um, and what that also does is it, um, you know, kind of gives a little bit more onus to, to Derek White. Um, you know, whether he's playing point guard, whether he's playing shooting guard, it's uh, the Knicks don't defend regardless. So, um, and Derek White can help you fun. out on the, on the defensive side of the ball too. Oh yeah, um, he can get you some steals. He can get you some stuff like that, or some deflections. Um, he's not going to get a ton of blocks, but he has been known to get one or two. Um, yeah, I mean, I I like you, or I'm like you. I really do like <laughs> Derek White. I like you. Um, I'm not playing Alfred Payton tonight. I just Portland's been, you know, their backcourt defense has actually been very, very good lately. Uh. I don't. I, I can't say that Damian Lillard has become a good defender, but he's at least giving a lot of um, effort there, and that's something that I really do like. Um, as much as I I don't like the fact that he's a he's a blazer, uh, I really do like Damian Lillard as a basketball player, and he's given a lot more effort on the defensive side this season, um, and that's that's kind of stepped up his game a lot too. So. Um, Rajon Rondo against Detroit. He, in our estimation, is probably going to get a lot of Ish Smith defense. Uh, he's not cheap. He's sixty eight hundred. No, I'm he's not. I, I don't know. Um, he's basically this guy's point or this team's main ball handler. He's going to have the ball in his hands a lot. Uh, I think he's okay for cash. Let me put it that way. I just don't know how. Yes, zero Alfred Payton for me. Zero at that price on Fandle, 7,600. Zero. Uh, 
But as far as Rondo is concerned, I think he's okay for cash. I just don't know if he's got the players around him to be able to get that upside in tournaments that you want with, um, you know, some of these other guys that are down low. And that's a lot of salary to pay for a guy when I can go play other guys in that same price point, yeah. other positions, and get more. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's He's too pricey there. Uh, we had just got news too that Harkless is out, and now That's what we needed to know. Seth Curry is probable, so uh, oh. not that, that really really matters. But okay, um, so let's talk about some of the chalkier plays that are coming up here. So the number one probably owned guy on the slate is going to be Emmanuel Mudiay, mm-hmm. with good reason. Um, you know, he's he's priced as a as a backup, a little bit more than a backup. Uh, because he's been producing as a backup. Uh, and now he goes into the starting role, most likely, uh, you know, plays over 30 minutes uh, versus a Spurs team that I think have turned around their perception that they're now a bad defensive team and they're not. Especially uh, at home. Yeah, home home in a way is, is very big for this team. Um, so uh, Rodney Hood is available. Uh, Seth Curry, yeah, and then Harkless is out. Um I'll tell you why it's important here in a second. But um, so you, you got a guy that's under 5K. You got a guy that's starting. You got a guy that's playing 32 minutes. You know, it, it. everything looks good. The issue is, there's a few issues. The first issue being the Spurs are a very good defensive team. Derek White is a good defensive point guard. The second, the third issue is, I guess, second or third, however you look at it, um, is he plays for Fisdale. And... He could be starting and everything's all good. And then all of a sudden he, you know, gets pulled for making a mistake. And it's Kadeem Allen playing, you know, the rest of the game. I, or who knows, Trier running point guard or Hezonia. I mean, you just don't know. Dotson. So, yeah, Dotson, right. There's all kinds of potentials. So um, just keep that in mind. I'm not saying he's not a good play. He is. I'm going to play a ton of him. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying be careful. Oh man. Um sorry, I just got some I just got an interesting piece of trade news from the NFL. All right. Um anyways, uh give me one second. All right, sorry. We talking about the Tenon Hill trade? Yeah, I just got that. <laughs> Oh man. Anyways, um, now the question is: Is who's the better quarterback in Tennessee, Mariota or Tannehill? Oh, it says something there. No kidding. Um, They're the only. They've got to be the only team in the NFL that has two first-round picks and still don't know who their quarterback is. Oh. Anyways, okay. So yeah, I I agree with you. I will have um, a good chunk of Kadeem Allen. I think he gets run anyways. Uh, at least on FanDuel, and even if he doesn't, he's min-priced, so it won't hurt me that much. Uh, I typically don't like to um, play drops as point guards, but with that said, um, you know, it's it's one of those tournament moves, because if Moutier goes off, um, then I'm pretty much sunk anyways. you know, if I uh, those Kadeem Allen lineups are pretty much sunk, anyways, because if Moutier goes off, he's not going to get a lot of run. Um, I do like other guys down here at this. You know, I think that um, you know, obviously Ish Smith is going to get uh, a lot of run if Reggie Jackson's out. Um, a pivot directly off of Moutier that we've talked about already is Frank Jackson, um, who's going to see a lot of that second unit usage. Uh, so he's going to get a lot of that Seth Curry defense and stuff. He's only 200 more than Moutier. Um, but Ish Smith is going to be like, you're going to see a lot of Moutier-Ish Smith lineups tonight. And I am only going to be playing one of those guys in my lineups at a time. Yeah, definitely just one. So I will set up the DS to make sure that uh, that happens. Um Let's talk about. I don't. 
want to, but let's talk about the situation in Phoenix. Um, Tyler Johnson's going to be out. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to see guys like DeAnthony Melton and Eli Okobo get some of that run there. Um, let's make sure that we let people know that I am, they are drop score candidates on FanDuel only for me. Yeah, I think you can do better even for as, as drop scores. I yep. mean, you've got guys like Alex, Alex Caruso at minimum price. You've got, you know. Is Caruso a point guard? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Um, yes. You th- so you think that Josh Hart doesn't play? I don't. But even if he does, I st- you're still going to get a lot of Caruso because they, they, he's the backup point guard. Usually you, you'll have LeBron handling some of the ball, but he's not playing either. So uh, that's it, true. It, it's just going to be Caruso and Rondo. They're the only two point guards the team has. Okay. Um, what about guys like um, Tony Parker, Ryan Archidiakono? Uh, I can't. I can't. Not. Not really. Archie is out of the question now with everyone coming back. Um, see, who's up? Tony Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind it as a drop score, I suppose. Um, but again, I mean, you know, I, I probably would rather play Patty Mills. Okay. I was just making sure that you we were on the same page on that one. Yeah. Um, One more person I want to talk about that is going to be probably 0%. Um, and I have a little bit of interest, and that's going to be Landry Shamit. He's been you. He's been struggling. His shot hasn't been falling as consistently as it was when he first got there. No, but it's pretty. But it's pretty. He's got the Bulls. He plays 30 minutes a game. He's 4,400. He's really cheap um, playing the Bulls. Uh, I mean, it's tough to pass on. So. Yeah. Yep, I would agree. So uh, let's talk about shooting guards here. James Harden. Um, no Chris Paul. Just go ahead and lock him. Rock and rock and roll. Um, Don't think too much about it. Just do it. Yeah. Bradley Beal. he's pricey. He's expensive. It doesn't matter. He gets the Suns. He was $2,000 more when Paul was out on a consistent basis. Yeah. Like, the only and we were playing was it him. Was, it was Paul and Gordon both out. But still, I mean, Paul is the big one. So. Um, so Bradley Beal. So I actually, so what Paul being out did was lower Bradley Beal's ownership. I think a lot of people were going to go to Beal and not pay up for Harden. Well, now you kind of have to go Harden. So Beal is going to be pretty much untouched. I've got a few lineups with a fair amount of value in them with both. Yes, there we go. Now we're talking about some sexiness. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, these. I mean, he legitimately has 60 potential in this game. Uh, it's going to be a lot of Bradley Beal. So, um, yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm in. I'm. I'm off DeRozan primarily because Rudy Gay is back. He's obviously in a good spot, but he's been priced up because of his performance. We've played him at the 8K range, did very well for us. Now he's at 9,500. Now Rudy Gay's back. It puts me off of. Off of him completely. Okay, so let's talk about the, this little four-man grouping right here. Okay. DeMar DeRozan, Devin Booker, Jimmy Butler, Zach Levine. Yeah. So for you're, you're, uh, can I, uh, yeah, for me, I ain't touching any of them. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Um, I mean, I, I think Booker is going to be really popular. I think he is too, and I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to fade that chalk on a power fade move. Oh, as of now, about noon here in my time, I don't have a, a single lineup with him. So, um, uh, the question about Blake Griffin, we're on shooting guards. We'll we'll bring up Blake Griffin as soon as we get to power forwards. Um, but yeah, I'm off him too. I, I mean, kind of like him a little bit more with with Tyler Johnson in. Um, another ball handler doesn't force him to do everything. Um, you know, I, I do like the fact that they play Houston, right? I do like the fact that it's Houston because that usually means three point shooters shoot more versus them because so many shots go up, um, and they allow so many of them, but like, I'd rather play Ubre. Yeah. And that's, that was something that, um, Luce kind of pointed out to us earlier. I'm trying to find the exact percentage here. Um, he uh he listens to a and why I have no idea, but he said he did, so I was like, okay. So if I get the percentages wrong, please excuse me. And I can't give credit to who 
it actually was um like he didn't even reference what podcast it was but they said that his three-point percentage is around 23 percent as an on-the-ball player compared to 39 percent as off the ball like and now you're telling me that he's going to be handling the ball a lot more Mm, yeah the usage is going to be there the efficiency is not yeah my only thing about that is is that um as I pointed out in that same discussion, it, the thing it does is gives him some more ancillary stats, right? A few more assists. Um, it's really just assists. To be yeah, honest, but, but I'll I'll trade the one point two that you give me for the assist over the three points that I get for the sure. the baskets. You know. Yeah. Um. That's that's my whole thing. Is like. Fantasy basketball and DFS will always be correlated highest with scoring points. Now you, and you generally want more than just points because that that's where you start to test your ceiling and stuff. But if you're telling me that a guy's not going to be able to score as many points being the guy, quote unquote, and not having another guy, then that's something that's different now some something that i just thought about that i'd want to see and maybe i can go back and look at this is before they got tyler johnson after they got kelly Oubre, kind of um worked into that rotation what they were doing together as well does that make sense sure like because kelly Oubre can can change the spacing rather than when they didn't have any of these guys and the defense could basically key in on um, on Booker. So I'm going to have to go back and look at that now that I think about it. Yeah. But as of right now, I'm off of Devin Booker as a power fate. So uh, Sweet Lou against Chicago. I do like it. I've got, I, I put him in some of the, my earlier builds. Uh, obviously, things are changing around. Uh, I, so here's where I'm stuck. <clears throat> I'm stuck at a 7,700 Lou Will or a 6,400 Jeremy Lamb. Mm. And I'm just consistently flocking to Lamb. Yeah, well, let me give you an idea because I put Lamb in a lot of lineups um, to start my day, but that was before the Chris Paul news. Um, I originally had a lot of Beal-Lamb combos, and now... I'm leaning towards a lot of besides just the Harden Beal combos. I'm leaning towards a lot of um, Harden Lou combos because I think now with everybody playing Harden, Lamb's going to be their go-to. Uh, well, one of their go-tos. Um, I think a lot of people are going to play Austin Rivers. I think a lot of people are going to play Eric Gordon. Yeah. Um, KCP is going to be interesting if Josh Hart is out. Uh, I think after Dion Waiters' last game, he's going to be uh, semi-popular, um, especially if Dwayne Wade is out. So there's some options there, and it's going to depend on the news on who you're going to pair it with. That's why I really, really like this um, this Harden Beal combo at shooting guard. Same here. So, um, any interest in guys like Marco Bellinelli, Reggie Bullock? Like, so, so, so I got a, a, a few things about this Lakers-Pistons game. You've got three people with Detroit ties on the Lakers. Right? Like, Bullock to the Lakers. I mean, he'd been there for years. You've got Kyle Kuzma, who's from Flint. You've got Wagner, who played his college ball at Michigan. So, there's a, there, I mean, you can't play all three. But I mean, maybe in a game stack kind of thing. But generally speaking, you can't really play all three. Um, so it's interesting there. Obviously, that you know comes into play when it comes to um, Bullock. Uh, but it, the price is there. He just he he hasn't been getting the minutes. I mean, he's been playing, but he hasn't been getting the thirty thirty two minutes like he was when he first got to the team. Right. Um, no, they're kind of. 
incorporating everybody now uh that it's not they're not really going for or anything um i i would love to see him get double digit shots again like for me i think that's what i need is i need him i'll I'll have a little bit of it um little bit of him in some lineups especially if if josh hart is ruled out uh but i really want him to get to that you know 12 to 15 shots um brunsky buddy healed is he's interesting Mm -hmm. because i think that he can score on anybody but with that mm-hmm. said, I think I'm going to pivot to to other Kings tonight because of the fact that I think he sees a lot of Jimmy Butler and not that Jimmy Butler has been a great defender this year, but he can be a pest. Yeah. And yeah. I don't uh, like dealing sure. with gnats and pests. So that's why we kind of skipped over buddy. Um, Marco Bellinelli against the Knicks. I have a little bit of interest there in a drop score, especially if this game gets out of hand. I think he could get a couple more extra run. Um, that's kind of one of the reasons why I like guys like Bryn Forbes and Patty Mills as well. Um, not saying that I'm predicting the blowout. I don't want anybody to mistake that, but they're guys that are in the regular rotation anyway, that are blowout proof that could see extra run and still do well. If the game is close down to the stretch in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So, uh, all right, let's move on to shooting or small forward here. Uh, the landscape has been completely changed with the admission that LeBron is going to be out. It's Giannis, then it's everybody else. So let's talk about Giannis real quick. The last time that they played the heat, he had a triple double. I think it was 24, 10 and 10. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the last time that they played the heat, he was the only guy in that game that I played. Uh, or sorry, he it was 12, 10, and 10. Okay. He only put up 46 points. The time before that against the Heat, he only put up 31. Um you go back to last year. He has another 44 against the Heat. He's only got one game the last two years over 50 against the Heat. Oh. Uh, I think this is what makes the Beal Harden combo um, so enticing. enticing tonight is the yeah. fact that Giannis has struggled um, against the Heat this season or in in his career. He has, yeah, hard to argue. He definitely has. So yeah, I mean, I just pulled it up the last three seasons. He's got one game over fifty. And multiple 30s in there, guys. Like, he's got a 39, a 31, a 31, a 38. Um, and sitting at 11, 8, he's going to be very low owned because now everybody's going to pivot to Harden. So maybe if you throw him in one or two. Um, but yeah, no. <laughs> he is not going to be anywhere close. In fact, right now, I have him in, out of my 50 teams on FanDuel, I have him in six. I'm at 12%, and I'm probably going to end up lower than that. Fair enough. So, uh, Otto Porter Jr. I like this ping pong with him and Gallo tonight. Like, I really, really do. I'm on the fence, man. I've been looking at it a lot, too. Like, like with Harkless out, I think you can go easily to down to Layman. Um, I like Layman a lot tonight. Um, uh, you've got, um, you know, Kelly Uber, who I mentioned, who's probably one of my favorite plays on the slate. Uh, I mean, you know, if Ariza misses, you've got Jeff Green. You've got Bialita, who's back in his groove, um, whom I like a lot now, considering, uh, you know, as we said, Butler will probably be mostly on Buddy or even Bogdanovich, depending on who's in there. Um, I mean, there's just a lot to like. Yeah, I I didn't even think of Layman because I haven't adjusted the DS due to Harkless being out yet. But yeah, Layman is... Um, so you're saying that Kelly Oubre and um, Jake Layman are your preferred pairing? Like yeah. 
where I'm going. Okay, so see, I've I've got to have clarity here with with this position because, like, if Ariza is out, I like Jeff Green. Um, I'm not. I'm. Right. It depends. I, I want to see uh, Jeremy Lamb go back to the bench, and if he goes back to the bench and Michael Kil- Kil- Gilchrist starts, uh, that means Batum's at the two. I have interest in Batum then. Um, I'm probably. I have to look into Josh Richardson's history against the Bucks, but I'm probably not going there. Um, Justice Winslow, I'm out on. Like, it's this position needs more clarity for me because, like, right now I'm thinking of you know not only Porter and Gallo and Ubre, but it's Jabari Parker's birthday. <laughs> uh but yeah, too. yeah i did uh, but if ariza plays do you want to play ariza at 63 or jabari parker at 58 or do you want to play jeff green at 45 like this is what's crazy is because they both play the all three of them play the three and the four they don't have a viable power forward on fanduel but they got three small forwards and you got to pick. Yeah, it's tough. But yeah, today's Jabari Parker's birthday. It's tough. I don't know how else to say it. It's tough. Uh, Gerald Green is going to get a lot of interest um, mm-hmm. from the Rockets now with uh, Casey or with uh, CP3 out. Um with my with MKG back, I'm I'm kind of off of Miles Bridges. Um, Darius Miller's interesting for New Orleans with all those guys out. Like he can get hot from beyond the arc against Portland, uh, and with Mo Harkless not playing now, that's gonna that takes away from some of their wing defense a little bit that we normally try to avoid. Um, It's it's very very difficult. I I, I need clarity because when <laughs> it's the kind of slate it is when Austin Rivers and Gerald Green have my interest on a slate, <laughs> like come on man, yeah. So I understand. I understand. Um and Jabari Parker. So that's that's kind of the thing because you can't play both Beal and Harden and play guys like. Porter and Gallinari and Ubre without okay. having some value because we've yet to get to some of the guys that we're both going to love um, at some other positions at the center and power forward position. So just, I, I need, I personally need clarity with this game or with this position tonight. Yep. So. We'll see how, we'll see how it goes. Uh, all right, let's talk about power forwards. Lamarcus Aldridge in or out? Because that's out. what a burger's all about. Out. <laughs> Sorry, I can't get that out of my head now. You really need to, <laughs> dude. It, it's every time the first the first time there's a, there's a sub with the Lakers game, and I know you've heard it, and I know it's oh, in are your you kidding? head too. Of course, of course, I have. <laughs> in and out because that's what a burger's all about. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. So um, who's in an okay? Anyways, um, please, 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 please. Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, all right. So uh, Lamarcus, I, you just said out. So I said oh, okay. I did, didn't know you caught it between your in and out commercial and. Uh, <laughs> so now that I know you got it, okay, we're good. I, I got it, and we all know why. It's because Rudy Gay's back. Um, you know, and, and both DeRozan and LMA take a hit with Gay in the lineup. Um, if you want to limit him to like 10%, because he does still have the ability to go off, he is going to play some uh, some of the five, or he is going to play the five. Um, and depending on who they throw out there, as far as uh, Davis Bertans you know, and whoever else, uh, you know, he could end up getting some, some extra rud. And it is the Knicks, but he is going to deal a lot with uh, DeAndre Jordan and Mitchell Robinson, which are two bigger bodies that um, are going to limit his rebounds and stuff. So animal style or what? Automatic simp. Automatic. Um, 
If you ain't I, doing animal style, you ain't doing it right. You want to know what's funny is I've only had In-N-Out Burger once. I'm sorry. Um, and it's it's just uh, it's just one of those one of those things. Um, they don't they don't have a lot of them here. Yeah. So, uh, let's talk about Blakey Poo. <sighs> It's gonna be it's gonna be tough to play him for a lot of people. He's he's consistently burned us, and I don't even think it's him just not playing well. I think it's Drummond playing so well. Um, and I, you know, given the makeup of their opposition, Drummond should continue to play well. So I mean, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking here. So um, I won't be. I will have some Blake. I'm I'm invested. Uh I don't I don't say that you have to he is uh, but I'm invested already. Um What are we showing him for uh uh ownership 15, projections? 15 that's as of right now. Um, I still, I, I will, I mean, I'm going to have to do an update because of the Harkless news and everything. So, but as of right now, 15%. Um, that could change going forward. If, if he's going to be below 20%, I'm going to probably, I'm going to be overweight on the field. Um, I yeah, I won't, I won't fade him completely. I, if he's like fifteen, if he's gonna if he's gonna stay right around that fifteen percent, I'm probably gonna double up the field. Okay. Um, but understand, I'm also making fifty lineups. So when you talk about doubling up the field for fifty lineups, you're talking right around sixteen lineups. Yeah. So, uh, Julius Randall, his prices come down a little bit. He's going against Portland. Um, he's gonna get a lot of Yusef Nurkic. Uh, with the, um, especially, okay. So let's, let's clarify this. If AD sits, he's going to get all the Yusef Nurkic. If AD, because what they'll do is they'll play Randall at the four or five combo with guys like Sheik Diallo and Jalil Okafor at the four or five. <laughs> can, we, can we, can we hold on a second? What did you call him? It's Shake. Shake. Yeah. That's Sheik. <laughs> Not shake. Okay, shake. Well, you you said shake, so that's why that's what you said. Sorry, I I just took a drink of water too. Oh, uh, that's good. So it's not Czech like we thought it was. We've been calling him Czech Diallo all year. It's not. It's Shake Diallo. Chic Chic Diallo, not Shake. Chic Diallo. So that's the reason why. Anyways, um, ooh, Thomas Robinson just signed a G League contract. That's oh, welcome back. No kidding. Uh, so I need to know if AD's out for Julius. Yes, that's what it all hinges on. Yes. If he's out, cool. Yes. If not, different ballgame. Yeah, exactly. Because they said that they were probably going to limit him and they just haven't done it. But they're running out of bodies. Yeah. So um, that also is going to sway my interest on Julio Okafor and Diallo and um, some of these other guys as well. But uh, let's talk about Lori Marketing. Uh, now, I forgot who it was. I think it was Mutt uh, that made a very interesting point. Lately, when Zach Levine is out, Laurie Markkinen has not played well. Yeah. But with Zach Levine in, Markkinen has played well. Uh, or he has played. He's had stretches, right? He's, had, mean, he's played better more often. Yeah. That's, maybe that's the better way to do it. Yeah. Um, interesting, interesting matchup tonight. He's, intriguing. Um, he's going to get, uh, he, he's got the Clippers. Um, he's only 7,800. I don't know what to do with him. I like him, but it's interesting. We're still on marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm intrigued. Um, <clears throat> I'm intrigued because 
outside of, you know, maybe some Lou Williams, which we talked about, and um, a little bit of Evita Zubats. Like, I don't, I don't really have much late night exposure. You know, and this is one of those, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> one of those nights where this game starts two hours after the, you know, one before it does. So it's one of those where, like, you know, winning 100 grand until the last game starts you're down to like five <laughs> but um so it's, it's it's a little tough um that's definitely somewhere i'd like to I'd, I'd like to go um i think you'll have next to no ownership given how horrible he's been uh um, and with the addition of levine back in there with levine back in there it takes a lot of pressure off of him um you know you still have auto who's probably going to play he's probable and so Otto's going to, you know, do some of that as well. And that leaves, you know, one thing, too, to note, once Robin Lopez started playing his 30 minutes, it also somewhat lowered his production because he was getting, like, double-doubles. Like, Reba, mm-hmm. please don't say in-and-out commercials again. He was getting double-doubles. I have no idea. What does double-double have to do with in-and-out? <laughs> now, you've definitely only been there and been there once then, if you don't know. But, yeah. uh, but uh, I got it in your head. <laughs> No, double doubles is one of their uh, burgers. Anyways, let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, We've talked way too much about In and Out Burger, <laughs> but he's had double doubles a lot with 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 Lopez, who was playing a little bit less. Now that he's pretty much their, you know, thirty minute a game center, he's vacuuming up a lot of those rebounds. So that's where I'm a little bit. So so now you're at a point where marketing has to start making his shots, which he's taking the shots are just not falling. Um in order for him to get there but i still i'm still very intrigued yep yep uh same thing kind of goes for mantras harrell um have a little bit tobias harris is now under 7k going against sacramento i love it i do be honest love it i've got a fair Uh, amount already okay so let me let me ask you a question tobias harris bobby porter same price i know (laughs) man that's I've I've been on the two of them, you know, kind of back. I've got a few lineups with both of them, um, but it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. I think Portis gets more of the ownership because you know they're a little bit shorter now, um, but it's hard, man. It's hard. Uh, I I think I might in tournaments in larger field, not single entry stuff. I'm gonna go Tobias and hope he outscores Portis. Uh, and by the way, in those lineups, I'm playing Tobias and I'm playing Thomas Bryant. I'm not playing, you know, to to kind of hope that, you know, something goes on with Portis, fouls, struggles, whatever it is, um, and then go from there. All right. Thomas Bryant made his way back in. Uh, do you know who has the best overall matchup on the board tonight? The best overall matchup? At match- the position, sorry, at the position. Uh, power forward position. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Alpha Rukamina? No, it happens to be Marvin Williams and Frank Kaminsky. Ah. it's Washington. Although Alpha Rukamina is a well, he's down there at least as far as the ADBP. He is down there, but yeah. that doesn't matter. I Alpha Rukamina was kind of locked in. Um, I put him in first thing the sporting. So. Um, guys, don't play Marvin Bagley yet. He played 19 minutes last night. Um, they're going to work him slowly back in. Yeah, and unfortunately, his price hasn't reflected that. So he's 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 a tough one to play. Yeah, uh, believe me, I've I kicked around the idea. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just I like, did too. Uh, can't do it yet. Um, Kenneth Fareed's off the charts. Uh, that whole other than Clint Capella, I don't think you can play any of them outside of a you know deep field, low exposure tournament type of play. Um, I, there's just not a lot to love down at the bottom. Um, well, I mean, other than Sheik Diallo, and yeah, that's, Diallo, that's you gotta be you know without any AD. You mentioned Kaminsky a little bit. Here's the thing I want to point out that. Probably you and Luz are both going to hang me for, but um, when so before Tyler Johnson got to the Suns, you would have Booker playing a lot of the point guard, 
And please don't say it. Yes, I'm going to. I don't give a shit because I love it. So with Booker moving to the point guard, Ubre's there at the small forward. That leaves Josh Jackson at the shooting guard, where Josh Jackson does very, very well at the shooting guard. He's aggressive. He drives to the paint. He can hit a shot. So um, if that's, you know, what's this price here? I mean, he's 4,400. It's a little more than I'd like, but I think he goes untouched, and I think he exceeds his 21-minute projection. Okay. I I don't really have a lot to say against it. I like my Josh Jackson without Devin Booker in the lineup. But I see your point. I do. I really do see your point. Um I just don't know yet. Yeah. Yeah, just something I'm throwing out there. I'm not I'm not, you know, I don't have him in any lineups yet. Just, you know, to uh kind of drive that point home, but uh sent met his way from trolling us in chat to trolling us in on twitch yeah gotta love him yeah uh all right let's move on to centers here joel Embiid. probably gonna go very very low owned today <sighs> damn near untouched mainly and and you could probably add in andre drummond to that mix yep. um because of the fact that now you have harden that's almost a must play um yep if you're not playing Harden and Beal together I think you can um I think you can add in there the uh I think you can add in there you can like pair Harden and Embiid Harden and Drummond and that might save you a little bit of money. What was Beal's price again? 10-8. Okay, so at least you could have basically the same team or the same amount of money left with Harden and Embiid. Um, but Harden and Drummond would save you a little bit of money to where you might be able to upgrade a position. But anyways, um, like I, I firmly believe like those are the pairings that I'm going to be going with a lot. Um, Harden, Bead, Harden, and and Bead, Harden and Drummond, or Harden and Beal. So, um, other than that, like, it's really like there's a lot of sneaky plays here at the center position, and they're all down low, and that's why we feel like these two guys up top are going to be basically untouched. Yeah, for sure, and they're and they're in great spots. So, yeah, both uh, of them. You know. Don't pass. So, uh, right. Clay Capella. I have some interest. I definitely have some interest. Okay. Um, I've got him. You know, I'm doing a lot of pay down options at center because of because you know I think you can get your 30 plus from a really low cost person here. But um, I mean, I still have a lot of interest in Capella. He, he, you know, centers have been doing really well here. It's basically going to be him and Harden. Uh, alley-oops, you know, he should be able to clean up rebounds. I mean, he's going to be able to do a lot here, so mm-hmm. I have some interest. Yep. Uh, Nurkic. I'd rather pay a little bit less for Capella. See, I like I like the idea of paying up here a little bit. Um, not all everywhere, but a little bit. A little bit fine. I'm just thinking Capella, I think, in, is in a better spot to me than... I mean, Nurkic also is in a great spot, too. But, you know, he's he's just too handsy to trust consistently. I mean, you talk about a game that's, you know, you've got minimal AD. You'll have some Randall. Randall drives to the paint. Centers that drive to the paint, not versus, versus back to the basket, Nurkic is fine with. Guys who drive, he tends to swipe a lot. And when he swipes a lot, he gets in foul trouble. So that's my concern with Nurkic. Of course he's questionable for Saturday. <laughs> oh, come back, Cupcake. Come back. 
anyways, um, I mean, okay, so it might actually be a shorter list and tell us who we don't have interest. I don't have interest in Bobon or Thon Maker. Bobon? Yeah, like, I don't have interest in those two. Every other center, I you can make a case for. Like, I really do like this position tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, okay, so maybe not Mitchell Robinson either. But Can't do it. Yeah, not with DJ. Now, if DJ's out for any He's reason, not, yeah. I know, but that's yeah. what I that's what you need for Mitchell Robinson. Um that would be incredible. <laughs> but um look, I mean, I even like I still like a little bit of Collie Stein still. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, I'm saying. This I I like this position. It's just gonna it's I think it's I don't think it's gonna be spread out. I think the ownership's gonna go a couple different spots. Uh mainly Willie Hernan Gomez. Uh but like I'm okay, so let's talk about those two guys. Let's talk about these two guys. Your chalk of the night's gonna be Willie Hernan Gomez. Okay. Uh I'm probably going to be below the field on this. And I'm going to play a ton of uh Moritz Wagner because of the leverage that I could get. And it's more than a 50-50 chance that Wagner outscores Hernan Gomez. Team. I don't have a single Hernan Gomez lineup. So I can't, I can't deal. <laughs> um, for $200 more, you're going to get a guy that is a fraction of the ship. And um, what are you, what are you showing Hernan Gomez for uh, ownership right now? 19. Oh, that's pretty high. Yeah. And what are you showing Wagner? Two. Oh. Like, okay, so there's three. There's the the top three centers are Hernan Gomez, Embiid, and Drummond. Yeah. Um, with Hernan Gomez the only one as of this moment over ten percent. <laughs> so that's the reason why I'm saying I'm just gonna, you know, it. Could, I I might just fade completely on that one. Um, and play the leverage and, you know, play some Frank Kaminsky or something. I, I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet, but Wagner, yeah. I, I do, I do like Wagner over Hernan Gomez. I do too. So he's going to play more. He's got a better matchup. He's coming back home. I mean, there's a lot to love about that. So, um, I, I, frankly, I wasn't even considering Hernan Gomez. Just because he he doesn't play enough for me, like uh, you know Washington has Portis at the five, they could you know um, potentially slide over Jeff Green there, or uh, you know they're they're a small team, so um, I just don't see how he puts up over twenty. I mean, I just don't see it. Yeah, I mean. We've got so the chalkiest guys we've got on the slate are like Emmanuel Moutier, Ish Smith, Willie Hernan Gomez. Uh, what could go wrong, right? Right. So. Yeah. Um, oh man. So that's all I got as far as centers. I mean, there is another guy that I'm semi considering. He's I think he's a center on DK. He's a power forward on Fanduel. Um, so I've been listening. No, it's not Hassan Whiteside. I've been um, listening to a lot of. Spolstra talk about specific guys on his team. Uh, he's one of the few coaches that he's very open about that. Uh, you know, here's what he thinks about this guy. Here's things about that guy. Um, and he's been very complimentary of Bam at a bio. He says what he likes about him is his ability to defend the perimeter, which is where our game is today in terms of bigs. Whiteside can't hang with that. Um, it's not his forte. Don't play him today. But it's more along the lines of I like him because that's what Brooke Lopez does. I mean, he he can certainly work down low too. So can Bam. Um, but I really like this matchup for Adebayo. I think he's really the only Heat guy I can probably play. I know you mentioned some other guy that you liked, which we'll talk about uh, you know, in your notes or whatever. But um, since you're now a DK coach. Um, but I mean, that was kind of like one day. I know that's why I'm laughing. I kind of like out of Bayou. I do too. 
Yeah, I, and I'm looking at, uh, you know, what I think will be uh, next to an unowned guy. So I like it. Mm-hmm. Yep, I can see your points there. So, all righty, guys, that's going to do it for us today. Any final thoughts, Bear? Uh, yeah, same thing I said last time, right? And that is, you, Keith, you just identified who those chalk players are. You've got Ish, you've got Moutier, you've got Hernan Gomez. You know, you've got all these guys, obviously Harden. To me, the only really must is Harden, in my opinion there. You don't, really, it's Harden and Ish. Um, I really like Ish going against the Lakers. He, he can do some damage. Especially if, if you, we don't get word on Reggie Jackson before lock. Which we should. That's the first game, so we should. But yeah, if we don't. Um, if you want to be off chalk sneaky kind of play, don't play either of those point guards and go like Langston Galloway, for example, or, you know, Luke Kennard, somebody else who ball handles for the Pistons and go off of the chalk and go to like Landry Shamit, go to like, you know, some of the other guys we talked about um, and try to do as many as you can pay up center spots because like we said, those guys are not are gonna go untouched. Like I like I still think you can play guys like, you know, like we talked about Drummond and Embiid and Capella and Aiton and 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 those guys, the Willie Colley Stein, like even Jakob Pertle if you're feeling crazy. Like you have you there's a lot here that you can get that no one's gonna touch because their optimizers are all gonna say, Oh, well, this guy's the best position, so I'm gonna play him times a thousand, right? So just pay attention to that. Uh and hopefully you can you can gain some advantages there. I agree. So, all right, guys, that's going to do it for us today. Uh, for myself, for Bear, for the DFS Army, we gone.